Well, hello there, Lit and Lucid Podcast fans. Welcome back to episode 31 and season 3 of the show. As always, it's a pleasure to have you all here with us today. We look forward to more incredible guests, conversation, education, and motivation in the episodes ahead. This week, we are happy to have Charles McElroy, founder and designer behind Goldleaf. Goldleaf creates educational journals, prints, and pictures that help to organize and educate the cannabis enthusiast. Charles is going to walk us through the beginnings of Goldleaf and how it is helping to educate the masses, as well as provide a tool for patients, cultivators, and soon, at-home edible makers. Lastly, tell your friends about the show and help break the stigma nationwide. Lit and Lucid is committed to changing the conversation around cannabis and helping to bring legitimate knowledge and business leaders straight to your earbuds. For more information, visit our website, litlucidpodcast.com. Without further ado, here's your co-host, Lucy. Welcome everybody to the Lit and Lucid podcast. We are recording live from the Mile High as well as FaceTiming with our friend Charles McIlroy, founder of Goldleaf uh, Cannabis Journals. What's up, Charles? Hey guys, happy to be here. Yeah. What's up, man? Charles is coming at us from Cincinnati, Ohio, so we're super excited to have you here on the show. Uh, Charles specializes in, he created a cannabis journal. Uh, so they're really cool journals, um, super intuitive. It allows you to kind of write in there, reflect on different strains, why you're consuming, how you feel before consumption, and then how you feel after consumption. So it's a really interactive journal that you can use for your cannabis consumption. Uh, Jared and myself have actually had the opportunity to, to try one. And honestly, we use it all the time and talk to people about it all the time. Uh, so we're super excited to have you here on the show, and maybe you can explain to us kind of how it got started and a little bit more about Goldleaf and what you guys stand for. Yeah, happy to, Lucy. Um, so I guess starting at the beginning, uh, Goldleaf's been around since uh, 2016, um, but I guess the, the idea has kind of been on the back burner for maybe maybe a year or so uh, prior. Um, so uh, the, the patient side of things um, is definitely a larger uh, portion of what we do now, but we actually started um, focusing on the cultivation side, um, making um, tools, infographics, and journals for um, hobbyist growers and um, all the way up to um, maybe like a very, you know, mid-level uh, hobbyists uh, who are maybe growing for um, uh, other patients and stuff like that. So same concept as the patient journal. Um, it's kind of a templated approach to help you track your info. Um, and I myself, um, I guess you could say I, I struggle with a little bit of OCD, but just generally I'm, I'm a pretty organized person and I've always been a meticulous note taker. Um, I've always had like a moleskin uh, in my back pocket for, um, you know, not only cannabis, but, uh, any, any endeavor I kind of took on, um, and uh, so the, the slide into uh, doing, doing something kind of um, fine-tuned for the cannabis community um, seemed pretty natural to me, and I, I was really surprised that no one had, had done it right yet. Um, nobody had kind of taken the, uh, the scientific approach, the, the approach that I know uh, somebody who's, who's passionate about something would, would appreciate. Um, there were a handful of, of those types of things um, around but but they were done rather poorly and they didn't have much um 
much to say as far as like a user experience and a workflow. Um, and that's kind of my sweet spot. Um, so, uh, I, you know, we, we started with a couple uh, different cultivation uh, focus journals, like I said. And, um, yeah, and, and we kind of slowly developed the, the patient side over time because we wanted to get that one right. Uh, there's a little bit um, more on the line with that subject matter. Um, so we kind of vetted it with a, with a bunch of doctors um, and uh, medical professionals, RNs, um, researchers, and, you know, made sure that the workflow, the, uh, the syntax and the language were kind of something that would not only be useful to patients, but useful to caregivers and doctors as well. Um, and uh, we're on our 10th edition now. We, we do small batch productions so that we can always update when new okay. information comes available. Um, or when we get uh, helpful feedback in mass from um, some of our, our clients and, and customers. Um, we love that stuff. And, um, you know, thankfully, we've been able to negotiate pretty great uh, um, production uh, with some of our print partners to afford us the ability to do this small, small batch approach. Um, and, you know, speaking for myself, I, I do have a, kind of a background in, in um product development. So uh, I think that that hurdle was was one that I was maybe a little intimidated with getting started. But once I kind of uh, got my feet wet um, in in kind of the print industry, I was I was able to kind of figure out ways to uh, to make that possible and make something uh, really high quality without, um, you know, sacrificing uh, the aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. The aesthetic is important. Yeah, if you guys check these journals out, like they're they're blue on the front and then they have like gold leaf and it's it's very simple. I think it even said that on your website. Like you guys are looking for a very like simple approach and it is. It's so nice. Well, it's simple, but it's in depth and I think it's very straight to the point. I mean, there's a lot of thought put into it for sure. Um, and there's a lot, when we first started using it, there's things that Lucy and I, it made us think about when we were smoking cannabis um, more than, you know, you don't really think about things like that before. Like, how do you feel, yeah. you know, post smoking cannabis compared to how you feel pre? Also, you know, there's like that chart and it lets you document, you know, how you feel over time. Those are all things that I never thought about. And it really changed how I started to view the cannabis I smoked. And, and it really set me down a trajectory of starting to dispel the myth of the binary indica sativa type of thing, too. Right. So it's really opened my mind, and it is simple, but at the same time, it's extremely effective, and I think it's well thought out. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, our, our, we, we do aim for that um, sort of clinical look, uh, but also, you know, um, modern, maybe inspired by, like, the, um, like the Scandinavian styles and, and um, Bauhaus and that kind of thing. And uh, so, I mean... We try to let our content shine, and they are journals. So, I mean, instead of uh, filling them up with too much uh, frilly stuff, um, extra, you know, um, pictures and, and images and stuff like that, we, we kind of want it to be highly usable to people. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there's a couple of fun pictures in there, but nothing nothing overbearing. And, uh, um, we, you know, we, we love doing infographics and data visualization, so we try to, to take a really complex idea like, um, you know, the, the litany of cannabinoids out there, um, the, the possibilities that open up with the entourage effect, and make it so that, that somebody who's new to that world can um, maybe understand those points at, um, you know, maybe a minute or two of, of looking over one of these. 
mm-hmm. um, infographics. So some of those are, are in the journals, and you know we do we do plenty of, of standalone uh, infographics as well um, that are are pretty popular with other uh, cannabis businesses and uh, medical practices. Um, and we love that. I mean, I, I love education. I've I've worked a lot with um, with. Uh, kind of not-for-profit organizations like um, public library systems and stuff like that. And I, I've always had a soft spot for that. And um, I'm, I'm really happy that Goldleaf is able to kind of uh, fill that niche a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even beyond that, um, you guys do a lot of poster print stuff too. And, and what's really cool is, is about a month ago, we had our friends over at uh, Lux Retreat. They started a, a cannabis uh, B&B. And so me and Lucy went over there for their initial hosting party and we're walking around the house and kind of admiring the decor and how great they did. And there's like these super modern, simple kind of pictures on the wall. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, those are a nice touch. You know, they're nice, like green plants. And I get closer and I'm like, holy shit, those are weed leaves <laughs> yeah. in this plant. It's extremely discreet. And then it turned out they're produced by you guys, Gold Leaf. And I was utterly blown away. And then we go in the next room and there was a charts for like terpenes and different breakdowns. And mm-hmm. I have to say like the art for one, when you see it, it's extremely visually appealing. Um, it's stuff that your grandma could hang in her house and nobody really even bat an eye at it until they really got it close. And, and then they wouldn't even be mad at it. They're like, wow, this is great this art is for one. Crazy. And this is extremely educational, the other posters. So I would highly encourage you. I'm sitting here right now looking at shopgoldleaf.com, looking at some of your stuff. And um, you really have done a nice job visually, um, intellectually, and, and really in all areas to, to really to dumb down. I don't, I don't want to say dumb down, but really put it cannabis at a level where anybody can understand it. And then, too, it makes you comfortable while you're trying to, to understand cannabis more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you. Those are kind words, and I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, and they're super affordable. They're affordable, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're cool. I mean, I could look at this stuff all day. I know. It's great. <laughs> so, um, on the cultivation side, uh, you yeah. say it's more of a journal. So, is it more of something, is it more on, on the lines that it's helping to keep people organized? Or is it going to help them grow better or just understand more from, like, a scientific purpose or... Or what is the kind yeah. of the, the aim on the cultivation side? Uh, yeah, great question. Um, so, so the, the the person who that would suit would be, uh, like I mentioned, like a, a hobbyist or a home grower. Um, and these are people who who live in states that have a, a you know a legal measure where you can grow your own. And a lot of people prefer to do it that way for a lot of reasons. Um, the some people just love love the cultivation process. Uh, it's easy to fall in love with. Um, the timeline from when you plant a seed to when you harvest is is really is, it's blissfully short. So I mean, you can you can kind of um, reap the the you know the fruits of your labor rather quickly. Um, but uh, cannabis is a is a tricky plant, and a lot of um, you know uh, tools and uh, uh, mediums and and growing processes that you're going to find uh, at a lot of you know more traditional uh, shops are not really going to suit it. Um, there's obviously plenty of, of grow shops just for cannabis. Uh, if you're lucky to live by one, that's great. Um, but uh, so the, the journal kind of um, is laid out uh, like a planner. So imagine like a monthly planner uh, type of journal. You know, you've got your your uh, weekly page spreads, you've got your monthly, and then you've got like an annual look. Um, so we, we laid it out that way because we wanted this to be a, a a simplified way um, to allow cultivators to track their grows um, without uh, giving them a little bit of uh, a tip um, with with kind of the templated approach. Um, you know, asking what you did daily. Did you um, 
Did you just water? Did you add nutrients? Um, any IPM? Um, uh, anything like that. And uh, it lets you kind of plan out your rotation. Um, if you're a small hobbyist, you probably have hopefully at least two locations, um, you know, for, uh, for veg and flour, um, two light cycles. Um, so it kind of lets you plan out, uh, see it in a macro view of, of what that's going to look like when, you know, maybe you're, um, you're doing clones for another round or where you're going to put your mother. Um, and when you can expect to, you know, uh, hit it with PK latent flowering, that kind of thing. Um, there's, uh, infographics in there, a blank feeding schedule, which is, uh, personally my favorite piece. Um, that kind of lets you just write down a week by week, um, recipe of what you're doing uh, for your own grow. Um, and then, you know, you can come back the next time and modify it or look at what you did to repeat your success. Um, so the, the idea is to make, to make growing a little bit more approachable to people. Um, any, any grower is going to uh, probably recommend that you do keep notes and keep a journal. Some people prefer paper. I know there's plenty of apps. Um, larger grow um, operations are going to have that, uh, you know, locked down on, uh, with, with applications on a computer. Um, so, so we're not trying to really compete with that. This is, this is something for people who are excited about it, um, who are passionate about it on, on kind of a smaller scale, um, maybe looking to get into it, looking for some cues along the way, uh, as they're growing as, you know, as for, uh, what changes they might need to make. Um, maybe, uh, you know, transplanting to to larger size pots if you're growing organic or um when you need to flush your plants um if you're doing a hydro setup so um it's kind of just like the patient journal it's a templated approach to growing and um the larger one is laid out like a uh, monthly planner and we have a smaller one um that was pretty popular but um uh, me and my colleague were actually not very happy with it um so we're we're kind of redoing it, and that that should be coming out uh, this this winter. But that one is more pocket sized, and it's it takes a daily approach as opposed to a weekly uh, glimpse of things. Um, and it really just depends on what you're used to doing. Um, uh, so if if you are keeping notes uh, and you want something that's a little bit more um, fit or honed in for that craft, um, this, this is a you know a great a great option for that. And that's the Grow Jotter, I think. Yeah, the Grow Jotter was the small one that uh, new version coming soon, and the Grow Planner is the is the A5 size, like the page and journal with the black cover. Um, and that that one's been a lot more popular. And, and personally, I think it's more functional, um, just because uh, if, if you're really good and you know you know your stuff, um, you don't necessarily need to be wasting pages. Um, you know you can you can focus on on the, the monthly the monthly side the the annual side and the feeding schedule um so it's kind of an efficient way to do it 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 enables you to kind of keep um keep logs of past grows each journal is is laid out to uh, encompass one grow it's not one that you just keep doing because that that is not going to be super helpful the, the idea being that you'll look back and you'll be like, what was happening at, you know, week three of flowering mm -hmm. last time? And you can quickly go to that and see like, oh no, I, I had the same yellowing on the tips there. So I must be, you know, it must be newt burn. I need to pull back uh, for week four or something like that. 
Yeah, that's informative for sure. I could think of a reason why you need to use that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Then, I mean, help people get organized and all that. That'd be a wonderful tool. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like growing is super technical, so it would be nice to be writing those down at those different phases to see where you're at. Yeah, indeed. And how to improve on it or not. Huh, interesting. I didn't even realize that you guys had that. That's cool. Yeah, thanks. We, we've got um, a, uh, let's see. We've got a few other like concepts that are kind of tied uh, to the cannabis space that that are coming soon um, that should be pretty neat. One of them is a cooking journal um, mm-hmm. that is kind of taking this connoisseur approach, this science forward approach to uh, people who like to experiment in the kitchen with cannabis. And there's a lot of science that goes into that. Um, how are you decarbing your your plants? Um, are you focusing on CBD uh, or or THC? Um, you know, what's the difference with the decarb process? Which ways are you, um, you know, going to try to get this into your recipe or food? So it, it takes the, the templated approach again, and it has tons of information uh, to make the process uh, more accessible and more easy to nerd out on um, as far as how to, how to calculate dosing for certain recipes. And we're, we're really happy to work with um, five uh, excellent chefs who have kind of helped us out. Um, from, uh, from Jamie Evans, the herb song who, um, helped us, uh, have a really beautiful, uh, few spreads of terpene pairings with, um, with other food items and other flavors that go well with certain terpenes. Um, and then we, with the journal is going to be uh, a whole bunch of, uh, different recipes from, um, various chefs, uh, in the space like, uh, Kat Cora or oh, cool. Monica Lowe, um, and a few others uh, that we're really excited about. Um, everything from beverages to dressings. Um, you know, some of the stuff you won't be able to, to find elsewhere. Some of it uh, you can, but um, we kind of frame it in a certain way to, um, again, to, to kind of make the subject approachable and encourage people to kind of be adventurers in the kitchen um, and, and see what kind of uh, stuff they can come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool too. Because yeah, decarb oxidization is so difficult <laughs> as is. So, that's yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then you're looking up stuff online, and you have no idea like if what whoever's saying is legitimate or not, and it's definitely a guessing game. Uh, so that would be very helpful. Yeah, and you know, full disclosure, so much of this is kind of a guessing game. Still, we we do our damnedest to um, to vet every every bit of information that we publish. Um, we try to look at uh, key sources, um, like the, the primary sources for things. Um, we try to uh, um, have all of our works audited by somebody uh, who's a professional in the space, a neuroscientist, a chef, whatever it is. And um, even still, uh, even like the patient journal working with Dr. A.D. Poe, um, she, she it says, you know, like it's impossible to say for sure this or that because uh, the science is is not totally out there. There's there's plenty of of um, you know general understanding in in like the zeitgeist of the country, but like like Emma was saying on your on your um, uh, other episode, like these these are, a lot of them are misconceptions, and um, so trying to distill down what is true and what is not uh, is not an easy task. Um, we do our best, and like I said, that's why we do this small batch approach, so that if we find that, um, oh, the, the best decarb temp for, um, for THC is going to be, you know, 
whatever it is, 220 for 30 minutes. Um, and we learned that like, well, actually you, you really don't want to do it for more than 15 minutes and you really want it to be closer to 180 uh, after this new study or something. We're going to update that. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever, whatever is published now is what I believe to be the, the, the closest to accurate uh, as far as, I guess, <laughs> people, uh, the, the minds of our country um, uh, believe. So, right. But it is a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what you guys are doing this for, really, is to help educate the consumers and guide them along that process and at least give them yeah. a quality resource that they can trust. Yeah, that, that's our goal. And, and that's kind of, that's kind of what, uh, where we pull our passion from is, is the education piece um, and, and the communication piece. So and not, only, not only educating people, but, um, but doing it in a way where it's, it's enjoyable to them and maybe they don't even notice it. Like you mentioned about uh, some of the infographic art prints, we, we try to have them look look really cool from afar where it it looks uh, like something that, that just fits with maybe maybe the space and the colors are nice and whatnot. And aesthetically, it's it's great. And then as you move closer and you look closer, it, it holds you there because it has information that... Um, that is interesting to you, uh, you know, if you're into that thing, if you're not, then it's probably not going to be interesting to you no matter what it looks like. But, um, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of our sweet spot. I'd say is, is the, um, I guess the design, the, the IP that, that we kind of do. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, I keep going back to the patient journal cause that's the only one I've, I've had a chance to use. Um, but cannabis in its own right is a very subjective experience. I mean, even growing cannabis is a subjective experience. Even infusing products with cannabis is sub- subjective. So that's where I think the patient journal and what your, your, all of your journals really do is now takes that subjective experience of yourself and you can start documenting little things to where you can go back and you say, oh, you know, I, had, I was kind of in a bad mood before I even smoked that weed, so I can't <laughs> say that, you know, that mob boss is a terrible strain. It was probably just my mindset going into it. And then maybe that mm-hmm. encourages you to go to like a round two. Or say if you're a grower, like you're mentioning, hey, you know, if I have yellow leaves again in week three of flower, there's probably some environmental condition or something I'm doing that's causing my plants to do this. And so that's where you start. It makes you think. It makes you have to comprehend and logically find different things or different alternatives around it. Mm -hmm. And I think all that does, really, you're helping to educate the people, but then you're pushing the people to help educate themselves and not just settle for the status quo of what they're told that, oh, you know, this Afghani's an indica and it's going to make you sleep. No. If somebody, you know, has a different brain chemistry, they're going to get a diff- different effect. Mm-hmm. But they don't know what that effect is until they try it and document it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And, you know, so much of this industry forces consumers to be uh, proactive about their own experience, whether it's health or whether it's growing or whatever it is. Um, that's just kind of how this industry is shaking out. Um, so if you're trying cannabis for uh, medical reasons, um, it, it's not as easy to find information about it. It's not as easy to find accurate information um, as it is, you know, another pharmaceutical. Um, and so it forces you to be your own guinea pig and, and go through your own trials. And you're right. There are tons of factors that will make that, that Afghani either be blissful one day or terrible the next, depending on, on you know, how you're feeling. Like, did you have enough water? Um, was there other medication you were on? What time of day was it? Was your stomach empty? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, exactly. to say nothing yeah. of the delivery method. So um, there's a lot, there's definitely a lot there. And um, 
that's I think that's kind of why we've we've been relevant is because we're um, we're helping to uh, facilitate those questions that basically everybody asks themselves when they when they use cannabis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Cool. So I mean. So how did this all come about? I mean, it, obviously you said you, you, you're a very organized person yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah. But when did this all come together? You said it was around 2015 that it started to kind of the idea kind of found its way in your head. And what yeah. was the events leading up to that to where you decided to put this into motion? Well, um, I, uh, I had been working for a, a sustainable clothing brand um, that I, I kind of uh, co-founded it. Uh, but my, my role there was not really any of the the fashion-y stuff. It was more operations, um, more analytical uh, type of stuff. And so I was working, uh, kind of working in the textile world, um, getting my feet wet, wet with uh, product design and, um, you know, learning learning about business. And um, it was around that time that I wanted to start. Some of my, my colleagues at, at the company uh, encouraged me um, to, to just kind of do that. And um, I do a lot of creative work, but I didn't really do much for um, for the clothing company. Um, it, you know, personally, I'm not I'm not super into um, to fashion, but but I do really love the production side, and I do really love that what we made was some of the most uh, sustainable stuff as far as garments out there. And um, so, you know, that it had that um, that type of angle, that like a social angle, and um, I kind of felt that that gold leaf scratched that itch a little bit too, and it also let me, um, you know, work on some of my own design stuff. Which, um, you know, I, I guess I guess what I like to do is is the combination of left and right brain that intersection, mm-hmm. and um, so uh, that gold leaf is perfect for that. It's it's user interface, inter, I'm sorry, user experience. It's um, you know, data visualization, um, gra- graphic design in the sense that um, you're trying to communicate something very simple um, or very complex, but you're, you're trying to basically communicate something beyond just art. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of when I got started. And, and Goldleaf has a very uh, clean um, and modern uh, aesthetic. And that was very intentional. When we started, we wanted to be counter to the stoner culture um, aesthetic and, and just general vibe. So we've never really used any of that language. Um, we've always kind of used the scientific uh, vernacular. And, um, you know, at the time that was somewhat unusual. And I think a lot of people um, maybe maybe were, were turned on by what we were doing just because we took that approach. We're like, hey, we're kind of a cannabis company, but we're not really a cannabis company because we, we're, we exist in the print world. We make information. And, um, you know, all the stuff that we made had that very, uh, that very clean and chic look. So like right out of the gates, we got picked up by, um, Uncrate and Not Caught and some other like more kind of influential blogs in the, um, not in the cannabis space. And they, they would not have, have done anything with us if we kind of, you know, had pot leaves on everything or whatever. Um, so that's a little bit more common now to see that uh, see, see companies distancing themselves. And in fact, it seems to be like pretty much the trend right now. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's a great decision. I'm really happy to see the, the overall industry going that direction because it, it helps normalize the subject and it helps um, people who are shut to the idea to open themselves up again. 
Um, and, and that was kind of what we wanted to do with Gold Leaf starting out is show people how responsible it can be. Um, show, show people that like there's, there is a lot of nuance and a lot of science behind this stuff that, that uh, um, you know, doesn't really get to shine in the light. It does, nobody really talks about it, or at least, you know, at the time, and especially um, um, based on where I was in like uh, the Midwest and Michigan and stuff. Um, I did, I did learn uh, uh, cultivation um, in Colorado. Um, I did work as an audio engineer for, for years in, in Austin, Texas. Um, so I, I've kind of, everything I've done has kind of been in that, that, um, you know, barely creative, but very analytical type of, uh, type of positions. And, um, I think it kind of, uh, groomed me for, for getting ready for what I do, uh, with gold leaf. Um, and, uh, yeah, so in 2016, we started with kind of the, uh, the grower side, um, while we further developed the patient side of things. And, um, you know, that was a few years back and now we were kind of, um, firing on all cylinders. Um, our team has grown. Um, and, uh, yeah, one of my favorite things that we do is we, we work a lot with other businesses, um, which I know I mentioned, uh, just, uh, creating custom stuff for them, um, helping them, uh, with their communication. Um, to, a lot of it is patient-based. Um, we've only had a few clients who have been on, on the, uh, the grower side, but that just kind of shows you that uh, that is where people's heads are at. Um, there, are, there are plenty of people. I mean, look at, look at Ohio, where I'm from. Um, we, our, our medical program just went online. Um, people here, uh, there's, there's a whole bunch of veterans in Ohio. Um, we've got, you know, we've got a decent amount of um, of uh, you know, of populace here, and uh, I think once once the uh, the industry here gets a little bit more mature, Ohio will will probably be a, a pretty big state as far as like uh, tax revenue from cannabis, and that is going to get a lot of these uh, more right leaning folks pretty excited uh, about the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I must say that's always really fun to see. It's fun to see like like Speaker of the House John Boehner uh, decide to invest in cannabis companies and uh, who's, who's from uh, my county in Ohio, by the way. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, plenty, plenty of other uh, folks like that. Um, it, it's nice to see. And I, I think that when, uh, when states that do have that, that strong, uh, I guess, right-leaning uh, tendency um, start to adopt this stuff, it it really helps push it forward more so than, you know, a very blue state, um, adopting some of these. So, um, Michigan was great. Um, uh, the, the way that their, uh, legal market kind of rolled out, they've got another thing on the ballot this November. Um, but, uh, you know, all that to say, I, it doesn't matter where we're based because we don't actually deal with the plant itself. Mm -hmm. Um, our, our team is kind of scattered around the country and we do have like uh, boots on the ground in, in many of the, the core states, but we also have boots on the ground in states like Georgia and um, uh, Louisiana. So uh, it's, it, it's something that, that a lot of people I think want to get into. And um, it's, it's really fun for me to be able to, uh, to experience that and to work with um, vendors and people who are not into the cannabis world whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and to, to see how friendly they are and excited they are to work with us. Like, like good old boys who are like, now, what do you do? And, you know, we'll say, uh, well, yeah, we're, we're uh, well, we work in, uh, you know, with, with cannabis as a subject. And, they'll be, you know, they'll be like, wow, that's really cool. And um, we've never had any anybody who was like, you know what, that's, no, that is against what I believe in and I'm not going to do business with you. Um, but, you know, we are paying them for stuff, so that probably, <laughs> right. that that might probably help. something to do with it. That's funny. That's yeah. Cool. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much. Um, explain to everybody where they can find you guys and how to get one of these journals. Yeah, you can um, you can find us at uh, goldleaf.org or shopgoldleaf.com. Um, and we are on Amazon as well. Just okay. type in uh, goldleaf journals um, or something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, that's kind of our, our beating heart is, is our, you know, online presence. Um, and you can hit us up on Instagram at goldleaf without the O in it. So G L D, uh, L E A F. But, um, yeah, that should do it. Cool. Well, perfect. Yeah. I encourage everybody out there to get one and at least check them out. We found them to be very, very helpful. And we're always talking to other guests and all of our friends about it, kind of educating them on the importance. So this is really cool to talk to you about them and um, hopefully continue to spread the word. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on and, and letting me talk about this stuff. I really appreciate it. It was yeah. fun. Absolutely. Yeah. We appreciate what you're doing, man. We appreciate you helping to break the stigma and kind of change the conversation and and really to educate, that's really all we're, all we're about at Lit and Lucid is spread the education and, and start it on the right foot. So thanks for being Amen. on our side, man. Yeah. Cool. All right. And with that, I'm Lit. I'm Lucid. And that's it. Laters. This episode of Lit and Lucid Podcast is produced in partnership with YooHoo Creative and Design. YooHoo Creative specializes in marketing, social media management, content creation, and other creative needs. YooHoo, helping your company become who you need to be. If you're interested in learning more, hit us up at yoohooCreative at gmail.com.